coming up today on Halftime. God is the supreme God. He is absolute. He's unlimited. He's boundless. He has unrestricted power. Therefore, he can do whatever he wants to do. It's a drawing out of the gifts that God has already placed within you. And now for today's Bible teaching with executive strategist Tony Emmahel. Top of the day to you, and thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast of Halftime with executive strategist Tony Emmahel. I am so delighted that you've taken time out of your busy day to tune in to the Halftime broadcast. And I have a very special treat for you today. As you know, we have dedicated these upcoming broadcast to the Braveheart Women's Conclave that is going to take place on October the 16th and 17th here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we have really been taking some diligent time to reveal a greater level of understanding as to what this Braveheart Women's Conclave is all about. And today it is both an honor and a privilege to have my very good friend with me, LaTanya Worsham of the Take It to the Max broadcast, which airs on the Truth Network each Sunday at 4 o'clock p.m. LaTanya, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Halftime Broadcast. Oh, thank you so much, Tony. I tell you, it's just such a pleasure. It's truly an honor to be with you today. Well, thank you again. I can only imagine what you're going to share with the people today with regard to Braveheart and what Braveheart really means to you. You're going to be ministering during this conclave as both a minister and a prophetic intercessor. Can you enlighten us as to what that truly means and what people can expect from you during the conclave? Great question, Tony. I tell you, God has a word for all of us. You know, Braveheart is, this is our second go-round, and I tell you, it's such an honor to work with you or work alongside you, and for us to build the kingdom of God like never before. He has given us a true mandate, a true calling, and a true purpose. But the awesome thing is he's also given us the passion to uh, pursue Christ like never before, and also to challenge other women to pursue not just Christ, but also their calling, uh, turning their, uh, their pain into their purpose. And with Braveheart, when we talk about me ministering, uh, I know for a fact God has shown me that it is essential, it is uh, relevant that we really home in on their seed of greatness. Uh, pulling out of these women the seed of greatness that is in them already. And how I know God deals with me is he shows me through prayer. And I don't consider myself a prophet. You know, we have a lot of people out there who say, oh, I'm a prophetess, I'm a prophet. You know, God's given me a word. You know, it's not, we, we don't operate in any of that. But what we operate in is the discernment by which God has given us the ability, the skill, he has equipped us. He has put his super upon our natural to do uh, the impossible because we understand that it's not us doing it. It's him doing it through us. 
You know, that's the wonderful thing about God saying that he's sovereign with Braveheart. You know, God is the supreme God. He's absolute. He's unlimited. He's boundless. He has unrestricted power. Therefore, he can do whatever he wants to do. And we provide these women a freedom to come and be blessed of the Lord as the Lord gives us the right and the authority to use his name to speak into the lives what God has shown us concerning them, their future, their process, their hope, and their freedom and liberty to go forth in the things of God. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I know that in both your line of business and in your ministry, you encounter people from all walks of life who are experiencing all kinds of different things. And when we talk about that seed of greatness inside, do you encounter people who are struggling with the identity of what that seed of greatness truly is? Oh, yeah. Yes, honey, absolutely. That seed of greatness has been implanted in us as far back as our childhood, as far back as Christ had predestined in us when we were born. But what oftentimes happens is we have decided to become adults over time. And whatever has happened from the time of being a child to becoming an adult has been distorted, it has been diluted, and it has been literally detached from us. Um, You know, the enemy knows very quickly what's already in us, but when God starts revealing our true identity to us, we suddenly are conflicted because everything that has happened over our lifetime as children till now, the enemy has tried to set up traps along the way to entrap us or to uh, stop us from really seeing with clarity and focus and vision what God really intended all along. So that's why many of us lose sight of our identity because we we completely are clouded in our vision because of our uh, circle of influence, because of our family background, because of our history, because of something detrimental that may have happened to many of us as women. So we begin to put those layers on. That's when those masks begin to get thicker and thicker. You know how a woman puts on makeup. One minute she's Mm -hmm. got on makeup, you know, it gets thicker and thicker. That's the layers of the pain, the layers of the hiding, the layers of the uh, afflictions that have taken place in their lives. So they lose their identity completely over time. Wow. That's definitely profound. And and one of the other things that you talked about was not designating yourself as a prophet, but God truly deals with you in the prophetic. And what I have come to understand just from observing people and how they respond to the word, there's a prophetess in the house or there's a prophet in the house, can you help expound on the difference of operating in the prophetic versus someone who considers themselves or deems themselves a prophet of God? That's a wonderful question. You know, a lot of people uh, believe that God has given them a word when God has not said a word to them because they haven't identified the fact that a leader must first lead himself first. So, 
when you call stuff. yourself something, when you call yourself something that God didn't call you into, you are considered a false prophet. Yeah, I said it. And I don't consider myself a prophet, but I know that I have the gift of prophecy that is in operation in my life on a regular basis. And how does that happen? Well, you know, when you're a prophet, first of all, you don't have to tell anybody. You know, you don't have to declare to anyone that you are anything. It is evident in your walk. It is evident in your uh, ability to expound the word of God and to begin to speak into the lives of women that it brings confirmation, affirmation, and it also brings them information that they needed at that particular time that completely opens the door to what they've been seeking God for for years. You know, it's a warning, but yet it's also a correction, but also it's encouragement, and now they realize, wait a minute, you mean to tell me all this time I've been waiting on God to show me who I am, and here comes someone with a word of God, a gift of prophecy, that can help open the door to what they've been waiting for all their lives. That's the reason why I was very hard. I always say you've got to be there because God is there. God is waiting. But the difference between the two is it's not something that I'm saying that God gives me off the top of my head. If it's my mind, it's going to be wrong. But when we Amen. have the mind of Christ, you can't go wrong. Amen. Amen. I, I really like that, and I think that taking this time to educate people before they come to the conclave is essential so that they won't come and they're expecting someone to stand there and say, okay, I see the name. There's a name coming in my head, and it starts with the letter K. Is there someone in your house named Karen? You know, was that your, you know, maybe that was in your mother's house. No, this is not that kind of a conference. This is not that kind of a conference. We're not prophesying, we're not prophesying, but what we're doing is we're bringing affirmation and confirmation to some things that God has already shown you. It's a drawing out. It's a drawing out of the gifts that God has already placed within you. And there are so many people, God's people, that need it for such a time as this. We're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the exchange that is going to take place at the Braveheart Women's Conclave happening here in Charlotte, North Carolina, October the 16th and 17th, 2015. Registration is free, absolutely free of charge. To register, you just need to go to TonyInTheHell.com click on the booking tab and a drop down menu will come up where you will see the Braveheart Women's Conclave page as well as the registration page. So stay with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to Halftime with Executive Strategist Tony Emmahill. Hi, this is Tony Emmahill. You know, in the book of Ephesians, the Apostle Paul exhorted Ephesian believers to see prayer as a weapon to use in fighting spiritual battles. Are you fighting any spiritual battles today? 
Satan wants you to feel that you're all alone and that nobody cares about you or your situation. But he could be no further away from the truth. We are here for you. Join us for prayer during a weekly prayer call each Sunday at 8.30 p.m. This prayer call has two specific objectives. Our first objective is to bind the hand of the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy you. Our second objective is to pray for God's covering and his protection over you as you go about the duties of your week. So join us each week, each Sunday at 8.30 p.m. by dialing 518-530-1800. Four zero. That number again is 518-530-1840. You will be asked to enter an access ID, and the access ID is 2113 Thank you for making halftime a part of your day today. This is Executive Strategist Tony Inahel. And as we conclude today's broadcast, I want to thank again the dynamic, the infamous, the one and only, the master of maximizing your impact for greater success and significance. I want to thank you, Latanya Warsham, for being with us here on the halftime broadcast today. Tony Emmanuel, the strategist, the master strategist that you are, you never <laughs> be in your presence. If they don't know, they need to know, and I'm letting them know today. This is big. This is this is big. It it is huge. You know, when I think about this Braveheart Women's Conclave, I go back to the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis, chapter 37, and I think about how Joseph was hated because of the gifts that God had given him. And Mm. even more, Joseph was loved by his father more than the father's other son. In fact, in verse 3, it says that Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And then when I look at how Joseph's brothers plotted Joseph's demise, the first thing that they Mm -hmm. thought to take away from him was that which his father gave to him. Mm -hmm. And when I think about the Braveheart Women's Conclave, there are going to be so many women that are going to come in that have been attacked that have had secret agents working against them to take away from them the identity, the gifting that God the Father has given them. So we talk about the exchange. Mm -hmm. Women can fully expect to come into this conclave and have an exchange take place. And when I say exchange, I want to be clear, because when you come into a conclave of this nature, it is understood that you may come in with pain, 
but in exchange for your pain and understanding where that pain comes from, we want you to leave with purpose. When you come in with confusion, not knowing who you are, not yeah. knowing who and what you have been called to, not knowing your next move in life. What mm -hmm. is this next phase that God has called me to? We want there to be an exchange of your confusion for clarity. These mm -hmm. are just some of the things that is expected to take place when you come into this conclave. Earlier you talked about layers, layers of hate, layers of rejection, layers of rebuke, layers of manipulation. We want to exchange all of those layers that have operated to suppress who you are for a clear identity of who you are in Christ. Mm, Let's amen. talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let's talk about it because I love how you mentioned the coat of many colors and the exchange altogether. Tony, I want you to know, you know, the Lord had revealed to me that that coat of many colors you know, there was jealousy about that coat. There was envy about that coat. You know why? Because there was, it wasn't the coat itself. It was the anointing. It was the anointing yeah. on Joseph's life. They thought the anointing was in the coat. <laughs> mm -hmm. But they didn't realize the anointing was already there in Joseph. So even when they threw him, their own brother now, even when they threw him in the pit, and took his coat off of him. See, they, they completely thought that they had stolen something from him. You know, the Word of God talks about, I will give you beauty for ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, and peace for despair. You yes. know, they, they were jealous of the wrong thing. Because it's amazing how we can sabotage the very servant that's going to literally become the king before you. Yes. And that king is still willing to serve you in love, but yet you had to bow down. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's difficult for some to believe, but, you know, when we try to strip people, and see, that's the awesome thing about this exchange is that they're going to come in one way, but these ladies are going to leave out a whole other way because they're going to realize it's not in what they wear. It's not in the coat that they even think that they have. They're coming in and they're going to exchange the coat that they have on for a whole new identity, a whole new anointing, a whole new oil. They're going to leave with fresh oil, fresh anointing. And, I, and I'd like to even add to that, it's a whole new perspective because these yeah. things are there, but they have been weathered down. They've been put in a pit. That's it's right. time to come out the pit. It's mm -hmm. time to they come out the pit. Yeah. They've had enough time in the pit. It's time to come out the pit. Matter of fact, do whatever you got to do to make it to Braveheart to get out of the pit. Because if you don't come, you'll still be there. Because see, what has happened is many people have thought, I'm okay. That's what they say to themselves, Tony. I'm okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you saying you're okay, but you know for a fact, late in the midnight hour, when you don't know what to do about your marriage, you don't know what to do about your children, you don't know what to do about your own identity, let alone you have no clue who you are, you've got to come to the place where God can put keys in your hand, 
give you clarity and get you moving because somebody is waiting on you to get your act together. Braveheart Women's Conclave 2015. Be there. Again, all of the information is online at TonyInTheHell.com. Again, you want to click on that booking tab and a drop-down menu will appear that will lead you to the Braveheart page as well as the Braveheart registration page. So go on and register today. Seating is limited. It will be open on a first reserve basis. But Tanya, again, thank you so much. And I know that you have a ministry of your own. How can people get in touch with you? Oh, thanks, Tony. First of all, thank you again for having me. And they can reach me at latanyawarsham.com. That's L-A-T-O-N-J-A, Worsham, W-O-R-S-H-A-M.com. And you definitely can find me there, and I'm available at any time to be a servant at your disposal to come and do great and mighty things in the name of the Lord. Again, that's all we have time for today. We're going to wrap this thing up. Until we meet again on next week, remember that there's only one way to go into halftime, and that's with executive strategist Tony Emmahill on the Halftime Broadcast. Top of the day to you. You are listening to Halftime with executive strategist Tony Emmahill.
coming up on Halftime. You are listening to Halftime with Executive Strategist Tony Emmahel, and we will have more. And we will have more teaching in a moment on today's topic, Braveheart, a time to stay the course. <music> 